This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Welcome to Get a Grip with Shane Bacon, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Get a Grip podcast. Uh, I'm Shane Bacon. One of my favorite people in golf joins the podcast this week to talk about uh, world records that he's broken. Um, basically spending a year on the road playing golf every single day. Patrick Koenig is on the podcast. If you are on Instagram, you've probably seen his stuff floating around, and if you don't follow him, you probably should. But just recently broke the record for most rounds of golf played in a single year, and he's not done yet. He's still got you know all of December left to play and a couple of days in January. So fun to catch up with Patrick. He is in Sedona, Arizona, which made me very jealous, by the way, considering that's one of my favorite places in the entire country. But yeah, that's uh, that's this week's episode. Don't have a lot to throw your way. Just uh, hope you guys are enjoying the fall. It's been nice having football on and um, just kind of gearing up, at least on my end, for winter. I am over leaves, by the way. Done with it. I cannot tell you how many bags of leaves I have packed in the back of my car and driven down the road. It's driving me nuts. So I'm ready for all of them to fall out of the sky, even if that means winter is officially here. At least I'm done. My back is okay, but... Uh, let's get to Patrick because I I think you're going to enjoy the conversation. This is live from the RGV, so the ser- the service was a little spotty. Um, we tried to make it all work. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Here we go. Patrick Koenig, by the way, on the podcast today. One of my, um, I think it's fair to say, one of my my favorite people in golf. Definitely one of the more fascinating people. Um, that I run across in golf. Uh, Koenig, before we get to your life in an RV world, um, I need a, I got a question for you. I'm playing in a three club tournament this weekend mm. at a municipal course. A course you have not played. I don't believe it's called Longshore. Oh, that's about in Westport, right down the street mm-hmm. from my house. You've been in my house. You haven't played this golf course, but, uh, I'm thinking about going driver 
for one of my three clubs. Is this Ooh. good decision, bad decision? What do you think? Well, I, I, I mean, you got to look at your your skill set. You have a a very long ball, and I think it uh, it behooves you to put the big dog in the bag because you're going to gain that advantage over the the rest of the field by just going going huge on it. And um, I mean, that's I think that's a smart move. That's a smart move. Absolutely. Yeah. So so I was talking to a buddy of mine that organizes the tournament today and there's two par fours on the front that I, in theory I could drive. You know, I mean, obviously you still got to hit the golf shot and there's a couple on the back that I could get pretty close to. So I'm thinking about going driver lob wedge, mm-hmm. which is a bit wild. But I mean, again, it's it's going to be a lot of shots around the greens in theory. And then you have the seven iron is kind of that middling par three club. You got to hit something from, you know, for me, 180 to 150. I could kind of try to figure out the seven iron. So I think that's where I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can always blade that seven iron. Just try to hit it right in the forehead and get it get it scooting out there. And um, that's, a, that's a solid move. I also like, um, I mean, I would go 56. Uh, the lob wedge is just, I mean, because you can open up that 56 and get yourself a lob wedge real quick. Uh, but you know, teach their own. If you're if you're a lover of the lob and can do magic with the, with that around the greens, and that's a that's a smart combo. But uh, I think that that sets you up for success. There's no real gap in there where I'm like, whoa, this is this is a miss. I think that is a wise election that takes advantage of your uh, of your long game. I, I'm putting I'm going to Vegas right now. I'm putting fifty bucks on you to to pull it off. It's not too far. You're in Sedona right now. If people don't know who Patrick Koenig is. Um... He, again, I've said one of my favorite people in golf, one of the more interesting people in golf. He is live right now from an RV, but not just any RV. It is, it is the RGV tour. Is that, is that correct? Did I, did I nail that? You got, you got it correct. This is not just your normal recreational vehicle. This is a recreational golf vehicle. It's designed specifically to, to play world record amounts of golf. And it has done that. We're we're chilling here in the parking lot, fresh off of the 18th hole at Oak Creek Country Club, which uh, those who've been to Sedona know it's one of the the finest little. Uh, I don't think it's a it's not a municipal, but it's got a got a muni vibe, and then you've got views of the the splendid red rocks of Sedona. I'm looking at them right now, and boy, they're something else. So you mentioned world records. Um, this is the second time you've done this. I had you, I believe, on my. Uh, previous podcast, my first ever podcast years ago, when you went on a tour, um, you know, I, I mean, this was a different time in your life and a, a different part of, of who you were. You did a tour and you went around and you raised money, I believe, for the for the, for the first tee. Is that what you've been doing, raising money for? Yeah, that's absolutely correct. And yeah, that was that was a different time. Back in 2018, I had a job like a normal person. I was a sales guy, just loved to play golf, like a lot of the listeners, you know, your disposable income goes towards golf and you live for the golf trip. And that I was that guy and um, quit my job and did a year long trip around the country um, to see if I could kind of yeah, just jump off. I see if I could make cut it with my golf course photography, see if there was a way that I could just weasel my way into a career in golf. And I, and I said, well, you know, if it fails, I can always go back to sales after this is all said and done. So in 2018, I quit my job, played about 400 golf courses that year we raised a bunch of money for the first tee i had the time of my life and uh and it, it worked it worked i was able to leverage um some momentum i got from that into social media 
and golf course photography jobs and had been doing that for the past ever since then until this this little uh, RGV Tour 2.0 kicked off at the beginning of this year. And uh, that's when we talk about world record. This goal this time was to do a lot of the same stuff I did in the first tour, but also set the world record for most 18-hole golf courses played in a single year. What are we, So it's November 9th. We'll drop this on November 10th. What number are we at right now? What What number have we ticked off? And what was the previous world record for courses played in a, in a full year? Yeah, so the previous uh, world record was 449. Uh, and that was a full full year. Um, on October 17th, I played course number 450 in Denver, Colorado, and that made me a world record holder. Um, it was pretty glorious. We had the news there. The water balloons were blasting. I got hammered pretty good. Um, and it was, I mean, that kind of walk you down and walk you through what that's like. Um, because leading up to that, you know, 449 courses, every ounce of my being and energy had went into just playing excessive amounts of golf you know, different courses, traveling, and just like the scheduling, and just going from one course to the next, creating social media content around it, and all by a while, just like, you know, 250, 251, and like, it goes up slow, and so once I got to there, it was kind of surreal, and, you know, we had the news there, we're, we're doing all sorts of content creation on the day, and um, the channel, I think it's channel nine shows up at like, when I get to the 16th hole, so we're doing like the walking and talking, and like, I'm, I feel like I'm about to win a PGA Tour event, <laughs> Like, no kidding. Like, you know, the camera crews are there and everybody's kind of like leaving me alone to like kind of do my thing. Um, but the only thing is, no matter what I shot on the last hole, um, I was still going to win the tournament. I had like a bazillion shot lead. Nobody was catching me. And so it was kind of cool to have all those people around. And then um, I had like about a three footer. I kind of gagged it around, but I had a three footer that I did not want to miss in front of all those cameras. And I, And unfortunately, I made it. And uh, then everybody just hammered me with water balloons. And as I became a uh, world record holder and a, and a champion that day, I mean, it was great. I had my, my girlfriend, my parents, my sister couldn't make it, but she was like on Zoom. She was there for the whole, whole festivity of actually breaking the world record. Have you changed in any way since you became a world record holder? Like, have you have you started to, like, say no to things? Have you oh, yeah. been ruder to people? Like, has, has the celebrity finally caught up with you? Yeah, you're exactly right. I've uh, I've started really thumbing my nose at a lot of things. My demand list, my writer, every time I play a round of golf has gotten massive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, no, it's it's been cool. I mean, I think it's it's fun that people saw that um, for at least a week in Denver. There, as I continued to play golf courses, I felt like a, a celebrity. Right? We had a bunch of uh, people would would recognize me and they always oh, saw you on the news and they come up and take pictures with me and stuff. And, you know, that stuff happens from time to time, just being a social media guy and, and, and around golf courses. Uh, but it was really, really fun to get that sort of uh, notoriety and um, people just excited to be a part of it. The pandemonium and hysteria has kind of calmed down since then. Um, but my golf schedule has not. I'm uh, I'm serious about this world record. Um, now that I'm an owner of it, I don't want to just like it around i want the next person that that takes on this record to feel it you know if i were to take it easy for this last couple months that'd give them a breather so they could you know i want to know them to know what this pace of golf courses is and do it for 12 months you know i want them to to beat it and, and uh so i'm i'm sticking with it i think we're right in only played 18 holes a day which was this kind of a day off for me shane um i i 15 days of 36 holes in a row 
you know, that the tricky part is finding the courses. You can't just, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta move. Uh, so I travel at night and wake up early and play, play late. And, uh, I, I love it. I absolutely love it. What was, so was day one, January one. I mean, was that your, was that the, the thing you kicked it off on the first of the year of 23? Yeah, well, it was pretty much right there. January 3rd was the okay. kickoff. I think we we scheduled it that way just to get some of the people and course availability. Uh, January 3rd at Monarch Beach Golf Links was the first round. So it's pretty much a calendar year. So uh, January 2nd at Chambers Bay uh, up in Seattle, which we're just kind of finalizing some of the details. You're invited, Shane, um, to, for that that final round. Um and it's going to be a little chilly, but you know we don't care. We're going to have so much fun. It's going to be the finale of of that year, and um, it's you know it's kind of hard. It'll be sad because I've loved this year so much. It's been tough, um, kind of taking myself away from family and friends and just being unavailable to everybody. Being like, sorry, I'm playing golf. Like that's just a hundred percent of my answer to everything that comes up. It's out of whack with like priorities and balance and all these things that. A normal human being should do but that's what makes it so interesting or so fun or it's so special um and then you see the people that have supported me along like we're in man yeah you know you it changes it invited me like oh i'm in early on and you know so i always look forward to coming out uh and uh, we had ourselves a day out there in, in brooklyn and so it's like that was just you know one day there's literally hundreds um probably thousand folks that have shared that sort of spirit and uh that just you know makes me so excited i'll I'll be sad to see that daily sort of energy go away. Um, and I'll always remember it as, as a special year. And um, I'm not sure how I'll feel when it's all said and done. Um, although the girlfriend is going to, is going to come, she's going to be there and she's got two great little kids. And so we're, we're packing the girls into the RV and we're driving back down the coast and doing like normal RV stuff, no golf. Maybe we'll like hit a part three. <laughs> Maybe the Pismo Beach Par Three has our name on it, but uh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be fun, you know. So that'll be the the wind down section of the of the tour. What's up? I'm John Wall, and I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three time NBA Six Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one on one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. 
Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. What is the rough estimate for a number of courses you think will be the final tally come January 2nd at... Uh, at chambers i mean are we talking five five ten like what's the number you're thinking? oh yeah we're well five ten is, is uh it's already almost we're almost at five ten which okay 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 today when i hold out was course 492 oh yeah you'll blow through five ten. yeah so so the number it's um it's 555 you did the quick math because that's ten thousand different uh golf holes in a single year and that has a kind of a <laughs> that has a ring to it five 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 so that's my new goal. I think it's very, very achievable. Um, I looked at doing like six. As my friend Jeff says, if you don't do 600, you're dead to me, uh, which <laughs> was like he kind of he kind of knew that I was I, I would think about it. Um, 600 is is not going to happen. Uh, that would be the next big, big number. But uh, it's kind of it's a, it's a little out of reach at this point. Uh, but 555 is, is still a, a mark that the world has never known. Uh, it would be beating the existing world record by over a hundred golf courses. So they would, you know, so put that into perspective. If they got an extra three months on a year and played a different golf course every single day for those additional three months on top of their previous world record, they still wouldn't catch me. I mean, you're, you're Michael Phelps, you know, your tiger's <laughs> cut streak. Like these are real life numbers that you're achieving. I, I think I know the answer to this, but I want to ask you on the podcast. Have you had a single day in 2023 that you haven't played at least 18 holes? The answer is yes. The answer is yes. Um, I think you. I thought. I think you had a travel day, right? You said you had one international travel day, right? No, the international travel days I played golf on. Okay. Okay. I did 287 days in a row with at least 18, 36, 54, or 72 golf holes. And what happened was um, Tiger Woods came a calling. He puts on a Tiger Woods Invitational at Pebble Beach. Uh, the host sponsor is uh, is USLI and is a client of mine, and so they they invited me to be a photographer for the week again. And um, I said, all right, I'll I'll do it. I'll do it for you guys. It's such a cool event, and um, I, it's it's an event I wanted to come back to every year and do that. And so that was a that was a priority for me. Uh, and that job requires me to to be there twenty four seven. I can't I can't go play golf. And so I took off six days for that, and then I got right back to it. I felt I was I felt awful about abandoning the world record. And I, uh, um, so I, I get, got right back on the horse and, and, uh, I've kind of made up for it a little bit. And so we're back on a pretty respectable pace, uh, right now, but that's my lone day off and it was lone week off and it was Tiger Woods, you know? 
I mean, if you're going to do it for somebody, I guess Tiger would be the person to do that for. Um, how many days? So, I mean, I, I've, I've seen you in action. I, I've seen what you go, what you do. You and I played together a couple months ago at Brooklawn, my my home course in Connecticut. You played that morning before we played, I believe. Most of your days are 36 holes. I asked the days you've taken off. How many days have you played three rounds of golf? 54 holes. How many 54-hole days have we seen you tick off? Yeah, so 54 is is, uh, is a little more challenging. I probably got like four or five of those, you know? Okay. It's almost like doing wind sprints. Like, why would you, why do you, why are you going to do 54? Now, sometimes it just makes sense to do 54. You're like, oh, there's three courses here. You know, it's, it's June or July. Let's go, let's just, let's just go have ourselves a day. Those are fun. And those are the ones that I did. Um, but it's tough if you're like doing three courses, driving, you know, across town. It's usually at the same spot. Um, and I've only done 72 holes once which was uh, early on in March at Doral. Um, and we were, well, we were hustling. We were, <laughs> it was, we barely got it in. And it wasn't certain until that final putt dropped on 18 that we were going to get all four courses in, but we did. I mean, unreal. You And, and you know, what's interesting is, you know, when we played, you came out and I'm like, I'm assuming you want to ride in carts and you were kind of down for anything. We ended up doing carts just so you could have your camera stuff with you. Or right. do you have a breakdown of how much walking, how many, I you I know you have a you have that uh what a Stevie is that the push cart? No no Stewie from Stewart Golf. Stewie, uh, Stewie Stewie I'm sorry Stewie, <laughs> Stewie is your is your walk along um electronic push cart but you've got Stewie with you but what's the breakdown in terms of like walking 18 holes yeah. riding 18 holes push cart 18 holes like do you have a breakdown of that or do you have a percentage you feel like you're comfortable saying? Oh yeah it's it's right at right at half. Okay. I think I probably walked like usually if I walk the morning round, I'll, I'll uh, hop in a cart for the afternoon and, and bring my camera stuff along. Just makes it a little bit easier. And uh, walking 36, I've done it. Uh, I mean, dozens of times. Uh, the toughest day I think we did, we played fast. We did Beth Page red and black in the same day. Got a late start because of a rain delay and got that one. And that was a pretty, that was a day, you know, if you, when you, you most people know if you walk Beth Page black, that course is going to beat up your brain and your legs and uh we walked red just as a warm-up to doing black and uh boy that was a that was a fun day we played all all uh five courses at beth page black in just two days out there that's a special place so how many days do you wake up and don't want to play i mean because like the thing that people don't know about you is like like i play three days and i'm a bit golfed out you know like if i'll play three consecutive days at this point in my life i'm like i don't want to play a fourth day i mean even like tournament weeks like if i play in tournaments or if i have a four-day event it's like by the final day i'm like it's a lot of golf for me i mean i'm i'm about done what i think people don't know about you as a human being is you are lovely to be around but you're a very positive spirit and i feel like it's necessary for the journey so do you have days where you wake up and you're like f this man i'm not i, I don't want to play i'll go do it because i gotta do it but i'm not interested in the journey today no, that's the fun part. That's why I feel like I was born for this. That's why I think the number is so easy to get up there for me because I, I I love it and I crave it. And, and it's like kind of a part of me at this point, um, the drive to go see more and to add to this ridiculous Walmart collection that I've got inside the, R, the RV and to, to find the next golf course that's, uh, in, you know, looking good at sunrise or sunset because I'm photographing all these courses as I, as I do this. Um, so there really is. I mean, I think that makes me a little bit nutty. Definitely makes you nutty. Like, there's no doubt about that. <laughs> but in a good way. 
it's a good way, and I and, and I like to say I'm passionate about it. But let's be honest, I'm a little I'm a little crazy. I'm a little addicted to golf, and of uh, the things you can be addicted to, um, golf is is the best. I don't know if there's anything better. Uh, you know, it brought us together. A lot of my friends, the majority of my friends, and and most of the positive experiences I have in life are because of golf. Um, it, and honestly, it just warms my heart to hear you say that I'm a positive person because I don't know if back, you know, 10, 15 years ago, everybody would have said that about me. And golf made me that. I was like, if I'm going to keep doing golf, you gotta, you gotta be positive because this game will just, if you, as soon as you're negative, it's just like, it stops being fun. It, it's like a virus. And then you're just like, why, why are we even doing this? But if you're positive, it's like, it just goes in the opposite direction. If, what happened was that golf spread into my life and that became who I was. And it, and it was, it's like this ultimate gift that golf had given me kind of on the, kind of on the sly. Like I, I was, you know, just kind of trying to behave in golf. And I was like, wow, I, this is who I am now. And, and this is, this is a really cool, cool thing. And so I love to hear that. And I thank you very much for the compliment. Yeah. I, I you know, I'll, I'm sure a lot of people ask you this question and I asked you this the last time we did a podcast. I mean, as you mentioned, 2018, and I, I'm sure people are surprised by the answer here, but your journey, you lay this out, you lay this year out, and you have a rough idea of what you're doing, but I feel like it's relatively open-ended in terms of where you're playing the next day, the next week, where you're going. You have a, a journey or a plan for this year, or, I mean, how, how did all of this come together in terms of where you're going next? what states you're hitting, where you're playing golf. If you could give people kind of a behind the curtain look at, you know, how the tour went about this year. Yeah, that's, it's a tricky thing because it's, it never ends. Most difficult part of this is putting it all together. And so it's an overwhelming thing. It's like, how do you plan 500 different golf courses? How do you plan a 500 course golf trip? Nobody's ever done that in the history of time, which is cool. It's a massive goal. Uh, so how do we even set up the framework for this? You know, I called it states and dates, and that that was kind of how I I did. I was like, all right, well, there's California. And I'll start here, and I kind of map and I look at the seasons and when it's going to be playable in the different areas, and where I'm going to be able to not be worried about rain, or where do I want to spend the summer, which is usually the best golfing months. And so I started looking. I went to the bottom half of the country, um, in as in the spring. Once I got to Florida, I shot up into Chicago, back down to South Carolina, and then up into Maine, and then across the middle of the country uh, into where I'm at right now in Arizona, kind of the, the tail end. We've got about two months left, and I'll I'll go down to Palm Springs, Southern California, and then up to Chambers Bay, and I've got about two months to do that. So the, the bulk of the hard work has been done. Um, so once I had that framework, I said, all right, let's uh, open this up to anybody that wants to invite the tour to come to them. Yeah, that's one of the cool, my favorite parts, by the way, of this is that you, again, kind of going back to who you are as a human being, but your willingness and, and a big part of what this is, maybe the entire part of what this journey has been for you is that experience with people you don't know. I mean, these are people you're meeting day of who have said, hey, come play my club or can I jump in here? And then you're going and playing golf. And, you know, you and I were, were having dinner when you were out here. And I think I asked you this either on your podcast or just when we were sitting around having pizza, but I said, how many like jerks or annoying people have you run into? And you said very few. I mean, most of the people yeah. you're playing golf with 
are unknowns to you when you start and like you said like pals when you finish it's so crazy yeah that's the cool thing i mean those are the people that bring the energy yep. is the people that i mean they're excited like when you show up and like you know this guy's been waiting three months for the rgv tour to come in town he's been watching it on instagram and he just and, and then they, they're so excited when you when you pull up and it, it turns into like this little event and people say it's just this magic experience and that is that's really cool that's honestly what gets me most excited for every day is like you know, you get to see a new course, sure, but you also get to meet somebody new that's excited to be a part of something that's just kind of bigger than a round of golf. And uh, yeah, I think I counted the jabroni count is at like five. Then all those people that I ran into were uh, were reluctantly part of the tour. I did, okay. They did not okay. reach out to be a part of this. They were either... Um, I think a couple of them were directors of golf that did some shocking things. And, um, you know, just there's a, one guy that uh, waved me to play through, and that's a whole other story. Um, you know, he won the Jabroni Award. So there's only been five of those. Literally, I've bumped into thousands of people everywhere on this entire year and only ran into five people that I was like, these people are uncalled for. Like, this is inappropriate behavior. And uh, so that says something about it's really renewed my um, excitement and belief in the human spirit. You know, I get people on their good days and it's, it's a treat to see how great people can really be. Uh, generosity. We raised 30, $33,000 for the first tee, local first tee chapters and other junior golf organizations in local communities. That's cool. Cause I, I'm not a, I don't know how to raise funds. I'm just, so we've had brands that have donated things, cool little things that I'm able to give out as people donate. And so today we raised 20 bucks, you know, the, the folks that I played with today uh, was just a couple from Canada that I got randomly paired up with and they were, they, they got a hat and uh, donated 20 bucks uh, to the, to the cause. And so like, that's what that number is made of. It's not, we're not in a room full of rich people and, and where they're cutting checks. Um, that's obviously a very effective way to raise a lot of money. This is a number that I, I love and I'm proud of because it represents so many different people and their generosity to give just a little bit. Um, and and may, some of these people I know for a fact are not, they don't have a lot of money, you know, and they're just happy to be a part of that number. And, and that warms my heart. And it's like, there's a lot of good in people. And when you get to see it on a day-to-day -day basis versus, I don't know, watching the news or even turning on social media feed, you're going to get a heavy dose of something that's, that you don't love. And, um, you know, I try to stay as much as we're on social media all the time. I'm trying to create stuff and, and do my part of bringing a positive force into that that space. And, and um, the tour is always better in person than it is in social media. That's what I tell people. And it's it's so true because when somebody joins and plays on the RGB tour, it's always so much better than you'll get on the, uh, the Internet as good as we try to make it. And um, I'm proud of that. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one -on -one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one -on -one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of restless nights? 
Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Uh, stumble through your year early on, at least, was the actual RV. How has the <laughs> RV been as of late? And if you could maybe give just a couple of, of stories of, uh, of, I don't know, mechanical issues, I guess you could say, uh, early on. Oh, yeah. So this is, um, man, the one that got me was right off the bat. And I'd only made it to Palm Springs, which is not very far from uh, Southern California. It's in Southern California, but uh, from Laguna Beach, where I started. And the door never really shut properly. And so I'm just driving down and all of a sudden the door just swings open and there's steps that extend out. And so these steps extend into like this pile of dirt and like bend them off the whole thing back. And I'm just like, here we are like a week in and we've like we got this accident. We got to call and get that fixed. And a little bit further back before they actually got fixed, there was a problem with the uh, pneumatic uh, leveling system on this thing which is nice because it keeps it nice and sturdy and you can put your slide outs out. And um, so I put it, you put it up when you go to go to bed and um, that thing, the system on that thing got fried. And so here I am in the parking lot of, of uh, I was in Texas somewhere. I was in this parking lot in Texas and my RV is just halted up on jacks. It's literally suspended off the ground. I got a tea time. I can't get these things down. So I got to call like some expensive tech to come out and like take it down by hand so I can, Hustle. I missed that tea time and I, I had to rebook another tea time to make up for that tea time. Um, you know, so it's just things like that that were, and then once I got that fixed, the stairs broke again and they were, I couldn't get them back in. Um, so I had to call another tech and just forgot about it for the next six months until I actually made it to Indiana about six, seven months later. And at the, at the, at the headquarters for uh, force river. And I, I pulled in and I was like, guys, Here's a list of 25 things that are wrong <laughs> with this thing and have been ever since I got it. Um, I'm going to go play 36 holes, get whatever you can done. 
Um, most important was the air conditioning because it was it was a hot summer day, and I'm like, the air conditioning's not working. I'm getting fried in this thing. As long as you fix that, I'll be thrilled. And and, and they went to town. They, the the guy said they had about six or seven dudes working on this. They're like that had taken three four weeks. They got almost everything done on this RV. Almost everything. We bail we bail it out once it rains and it's not too bad. And it hasn't rained in quite some time. You know, the route is uh, designed to avoid those sort of things. And, uh, you know, we're uh, we're feeling good. Um, you kind of just got you kind of got used to some of the things you have or don't have. Um, this is a nice this is a nice RV. So it's not uh, it's not too bad. Uh, people that come into the RGV go, oh, this is yeah, I could do this. You know, people kind of see how it's all working. And um, the coolest part is all the all the swag that's built up around yes. this. You, you know, you can you can kind of see there's some of the things there, and that's just one section. It's getting pretty dense in here, um, and the, the ball marks are really starting to fill every nook and cranny. And uh, it's cool when you walk in here. If you if the golf course guys come in, and some guys are just playing golf, and there's other guys that are golf course guys, they'll read the walls for like 20 minutes. You know, there's all sorts of places, and then the conversation starts about, you know, St. Louis country club, whatever, yeah. you know, whatever they see. And so that's, that's fun. I mean, there's just, there's a lot of things that I love about this tour. My, uh, my son was a big fan of the, uh, of the RGV tour and, and getting to experience the RV. He, uh, he didn't want to get out. That was, that was for sure. He was like, man, this is cool. He's like, there's a bed in here. I was like, yeah, man, there's like, <laughs> sleep in here. There's a shower. He thought it was amazing. Um, do you have a favorite state? Do you have a favorite golf state? Not state and like, for food or people, but is there a golf state that stands out to you? Well, one one little tidbit that I do want to touch on your previous point is uh, you, your son there. As we were recording the podcast that you were on my podcast, I remember he was looking at us in the RV with his nose pressed up against the window, longing like, "Oh, I wish I was in there with those guys." Um, oh yeah, yes, yes, yes. He was. He listened. He talked. He talked about it for like five <laughs> days after you left. So he was. I a, love a big, it. Big I love it. Um, Favorite state is got to be California is the best state for for golf. But uh, for me, I live in California, so I get it's not as exciting if you live someplace. To me, it's New York. New York is, and I'm fortunate that I have a lot of you know friends in in private club circles and, and people that are willing to invite me to some of these places. Feel just, I mean, it's it's kind of like somebody gave me the key to a door that I shouldn't be opening. And now I can just go run and go nuts in these places. It's like, it's like that. It's really like, I'm like, Oh man, I hope nobody founds out that they let me play these golf courses. And so it's like such a treat that I get to, I get to go and see them. I got to see Shinnecock Hills in July. That one was interesting. Cause um, I was like, I don't know if, what's going to happen if I drive the RGV into that parking lot. It's not a very big parking lot. And uh, I don't even want, I was so excited to get the tea time. Um, so we parked it at um the southampton driving range yeah i know what you're talking about across the street yeah across the street just down the way and so we called them up and be like hey um i don't know if you guys can help us out with this and they're like oh sure so we like parked way down by the end of the range had ourselves a little i mean we had a range session um we got some something to eat there at the range got ready for shinnecock hills in the morning and uh you know, you know, they didn't even know. They didn't even know the tour was in town. We just kind of snuck in. Our host was was fantastic, and then uh, we had to hustle out of there afterwards because I had to play thirty six. Went across town and played Meadowbrook that afternoon. Uh, another great course. Um, so they couldn't just play Shinnecock Hills. There's just there's so much good golf in New York that I can't I can't help myself. You know. 
Yeah, I mean, you, you, you've probably touched on, I mean, I would say, you know, like, I mean, Wisconsin's underrated in terms of great golf, Illinois, probably underrated in terms of great golf, but yeah. I mean, New York and California are probably the, the, the two that you would have to pick out. Um, all right. I, I got to ask you this before I let you go. January 3rd, January 4th, January 5th, you're not on the tour anymore. What's next for you? What are you going to do after this? Right. Um, I mean, I mentioned the, the drive back down. Um, but when I get back down to Southern California, I think I'm just going to like, just watch Netflix for like an entire day and just eat macaroni and cheese or something, order pizza and just like charge stuff like not and like run the water and not have to worry about stuff because electricity and water are like, you know, you got to be careful with them. You're just going to flush every toilet over and over. You're like, it doesn't matter. I can keep flushing this thing. I can do whatever I want. I've been charging this phone for two days, you know? uh inevitably i'll get antsy i'd be like oh man i want to get back out there because it's what i love to do and so fortunately a golf course photographer in courses are um hiring me to come out and, and uh promote and photograph their golf courses and i'm I'll, I'll always love doing that and i can always go back out and doing that so that's my that's my game plan um and you know we'll see my my main sponsor is uh is a company called golf gamebook and those guys have been amazing this year. You know, I, every day I live in that app. I, I keep my scores. I put my social media and stuff in there. They're huge, huge presence in uh, UK. And so this is an effort to get that app in the hands of the United States golfers. And so I think we'll probably, I'd love to still work with those guys. And so I think you might see some more stuff uh, for me involved with, uh, with Gamebook um, on the U.S. side and uh, doing some cool things there. But the golf photography and the golf uh Certainly won't stop. Uh, how do people get in touch with you if they want to follow you, if they want to reach out to you for photography? What's kind of the best practice there? Yeah, so it's my my website, tjkanig.com. Uh, they can go check that out, which is also my Instagram thing. But everything's on my website. If they're interested in uh, requesting me to come out and, and do some photography, there's a form on there that they can kick and fill out. And I get back to people um, right away. You know, as soon as I see that, I get excited. And then I usually get in touch with them that day. Um, and so that's where there's a ton of stuff on that site. I, I, I wish I had more time to create content, um, because this tour has got so many content opportunities, but I do my best to put what I can out there from a guy that's playing 36 holes and, and driving every day. I think I do a pretty good job. Um, so, you know, that's where to, where to get in touch. What's, uh, what's maybe the highest ranked course you've hit up on the tour is, is, you know, I mean, like everybody always probably asks you about, Augusta and Pine Valley and places like that. Is there one that you've played that really stands out in terms of you said it, I mean, you know, like the high fences, you know, the, the fancy doors, like the, the great invites. Is, is it Shinnecock? Um, Shinnecock was certainly a good one. And I feel like there's, there's Shinnecock in the fall and then to get the Shinnecock in July when you're like, everybody wants to be there in July. Totally agree with you. We got the Shinnecock in July. Um, the invite that I was most excited about and that I, I still think was, was I, I say it was my best experience was uh, Brooklyn and Connecticut. I got you. Thank you. That's so nice of you to say. Yeah. Yeah. Br you, you, yeah, you took the words out. It all, they, those words almost sound a lot like Sandhills in, in Nebraska. I mean, it was the only injury of the tour. Um, oh no! I was uh, well. This is interesting. Um, so I was out um, playing the Olympic Club, which is a great place. But um, it looked like Sandhills wasn't going to happen. There were some things going on, and I'd kind of reorganized like the second half of my tour to get to Sandhills on the very last day that it's open. It looked like it wasn't going to happen, so I got a little frustrated and I, I like punched a, a golf cart, <laughs> like just hard enough to like kind of hurt my pinky, so it hurt to swing. 
and it's like for that back nine, it's like, what is wrong with me? You know, the temper is not, it can always jump up. Fortunately, the injury healed the next day I was able to play and uh, I was able to get out on, on, on Sandhills. Um, I had myself an, an amazing day out there. Kyle is just a, a fantastic uh, superintendent and um, treated me to one of the, the greatest days on, on, on the tour. Um, and the very last day that it's open for, for the members, they got to dump like a, a foot of sand, I mean not a foot, but at least a couple inches of sand over that entire golf course. Um, it's a it, it's a serious, I mean, you can get into the agronomy of golf courses, and once you start to appreciate these things, um, these guys will go on and on. And it's it's shout out to those guys, the work they do is always very underappreciated. That's It's unbelievable when you start like digging into it, you're like, oh my gosh, this is unreal that you guys do all this stuff, and there's not a, a flaw on this thing. So, um, Sandhills, um, un, uh, you know, is, is probably that that favorite invite. But then I could run through the the gamut in every state as, as a special invite, as a special person. Um, that was was just an amazing day. I would just say it almost feels rude to just single one of them out because as I'm going through, I was like, I probably just like seven other guys just jumped into my mind and like they're yelling at me, "What about us?" You know, and so that's uh, that's not fair, but. Um, Nobody can argue with Sandhills. Yeah, you know, it, it it is an interesting thing, like the pride that you said like a superintendent has for their golf club, right, or their golf course, and then the head pro has for their golf course. But it's like the membership. I mean, I've been a member now at a couple of golf courses over the years. I'm I'm currently at a, at a – I know we were joking, but, I mean, I love the golf course I'm at. Like I have a lot of pride showing people Brooklawn, you know, in Connecticut because I'm very yeah. proud of it. And one of the cool things, I mean, obviously on a very minimized level, but, you know, I traveled around, I play golf with people that invite me out and the level of, of pride that people have to show you their golf course and to show you how important it is. And this golf hole is like famous for this reason. And this is my favorite par five. Like there's this beauty in the, in the pride that comes out of golfers when you get to experience their golf course and you're seeing this literally on a day-to-day -day basis i mean you know a couple times a day with multiple people i mean it's just it's you said golf is 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 unbelievable and it's a great addiction and it's true all of that is true i mean i'm sure there's wives out there um that would probably argue some of what you said when people maybe take too much advantage of that but that level of this is my home this is a place that's very meaningful to me and I'm so proud that I'm a part of it is a very cool part of American golf that maybe doesn't get talked about enough. And like, this isn't just a country club thing. I mean, uh, you could be proud of a municipal course. You'd be proud of a public golf course. Like there are plenty of these experiences around the country. And it's a, it's a really fun thing that, that you get to see with golfers. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. And it, you're right. It's not just a country club thing. It's when the, these folks reach out to me, they're like, they, they got this, their little golf community and they want to they want to show off and and they bring me to their spots they want to give you a really an amazing experience so it's like it's so cool to see that sort of um joy that people want to share it's like this place means a lot to me um and, and we hope that it it means a lot or just to leave a little to you and that i think is uh is absolutely true it's a healthy part of golf uh people sharing what they love with each other and the cool thing is that like i i eat it up you know, and they, they tell me this little tidbit about their golf course or, or this, little, I'm like, I just, I genuinely find it very interesting. And so I think that's what makes it, uh, makes it special. There's that connection with people that are just excited to, to see what they found or, or what we've got here is this and look at this. It's all exciting. 
Yeah, I mean, it's again, I mean, there there are a lot of real positives about golf. I think people sometimes focus maybe more on the negative at times, and and that's not the case in obviously in your experience and mine as well. Uh, Patrick, I appreciate the time, man. I mean, obviously, I know you're busy. I'm glad I caught you on an 18 hole day. Not like you wouldn't have yeah, the same yeah. level of energy, but um, an 18 hole day, I actually get to go do stuff now instead of trying to schedule like an 8 p.m. podcast like we were trying to do uh, a couple of months ago. But yeah. uh, fun to follow, fun to be a part of uh, in a very small capacity. And um, I'm uh, I'm very impressed with, with all you've done and, and what you continue to do because it's really cool. And again, it's something positive on social media that I get excited to see week to week. All right, a big thanks to Patrick for his time. Make sure you follow him on Instagram, follow his journey, donate if you can. All those things help the cause. And uh, yeah, we'll check back with you guys next week. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time and range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Dot com slash compatibility.